This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. <laughs> Holy cow! The Lions on Thursday Night Football in front of the nation against the Packers Ooh. in Lambeau Field. A, a just absolutely dominate the Packers in almost in every <laughs> not almost in every phase of the game. 34-20. The game wasn't even that as close as the score represents, honestly. Um just an absolute ass kicking. A little bit of scare maybe in the third quarter, but the Lions overcame it pretty easily. Um, my God, what a game. We're going to get into all of that in a moment. Uh, but before we do, let's introduce the Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the other two that are here tonight. We got UJ. Hello, Lions fans. And Rudd Dog. Yo! You guys, the Lions <laughs> are 3-1. and one. They have now essentially a two-game lead in division because of the tiebreaker with the Packers. The Vikings 0-3, Bears 0-3. Um, I mean, the Lions are... The, there's a long season still to go. Long season still to go. But my God, just seeing it looks like 40% of the stadium, maybe 35 to 40% of the Lambeau field had Lions fans in it tonight as well. The that energy awesome. is real. The energy's through the roof. Uh, my God, what just a beautiful game through and through. This game starts with an interception and the third play of the game. Yeah. It looks like the Lions are in trouble immediately, but the defense steps up, holds them to a field goal, and then the Lions just take over. Um, from there on out, but I mean, Rudd Dog, where do you want to start, defense or offense? Oh man, uh, I think the defense because yes. they just have become so freaking good. Oh, uh, that pass rush was outstanding, but the run defense was maybe more outstanding. I don't know, like the coverage was tight. Uh, we swarmed, man, it was just really nice looking. Run defense has been elite and if they if they say on this pace it's going to be historic uh yeah. the way they are stopping the run right now it was a weakness last year they were giving up like 150 yards even more maybe on the ground to start like than yeah. that two to six two and six start last year uh just, most notably like 280 against the seahawks and then this year they i don't think they've allowed anybody even over 80 yards on the ground this one 27 yards uh aaron jones at 18 yards aj Dillon 11 oh jordan love two uh, negative two, sorry. So 27 yards and 12 carries for 2.3 average. Uh, that's incredible. <laughs> like, and like me and UJ were talking about this during the game. They can give you so many different looks with that front, with that, those linebackers and with this defensive line. Like at one point, I think in three back-to-back plays, we saw it was like Anzalone, Hutch, or not Hutch, Anzalone, Campbell and Barnes all out there at once. And then the next play, it was like Rodrigo, Anzalone, and Branch. And then it was uh, Campbell and Barnes. Like, what What a crazy, like, swing of, like, you don't know what you're going to see. And all of those guys are very good at things in different ways. Like, 
it's just like it's no wonder we're being so effective up front especially when you consider the real engine of this defense Aiden Hutchinson yeah Aiden Hutchinson all over again the Lions had five total sacks in this game eight tackles for loss six pass deflections as well um and what I I was I was trying to hold it in for um before we got on the podcast but man when you have a pass rush like this that allows your DBs to be way more aggressive. That's why you see those six pass deflections. They oh, can yeah. hop on certain routes. Um, they don't. They don't have to hesitate. You know, if 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 the pass rush is not getting there, like we saw against the Seahawks, then you know they, they have to be a little more passive. Make sure they're in there. I mean, it always starts at D line. That's always my philosophy. Mm-hmm. I, I think, uh, and it, it it is just awesome to see this happen. I love seeing Bugs get a sack tonight too. Bugs, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Really see good. him involved in there. Uh, Charles Harris had half a sack. Hutch, one and a half. Probably could have had more. A Lee McNeil, another McNeil, sack. McNeil, he looked tonight. good. He looks great yeah, in the run baby. game, too. Uh, Kaminsky was all over. Had a big stop on a two-point conversion. Oh, stop from uh, That that kind of stopped the Packers' momentum a little bit, that tackle. Because uh, it looked like Love had the corner yeah. on that two-point conversion to make it a one-point, a one-score game. Uh, oh, yeah. But alas. But alas. Um, so those are all the yeah Hutch, oh Harris had half a sack too at the end of the first half there, um, and Harris was wearing the captain's uh, logo, which I thought was interesting tonight. Harris uh, had a good game. Yeah, but I mean, just beastly up and down. Brian Branch led the team in tackles again. <laughs> God, I <laughs> yeah, really scaling him is not bad. Usually, I know you were scared <laughs> when he went down with the injury. He looks so damn oh, good. Oh my God. Yeah, I tell you, we hate to lose that guy right now. He's just, he's maybe, I think Hutch is the true engine of this defense, but Branch is right there with him, baby. I mean, those two guys are just dynamos out there. Yeah, it scared me to see him come up, but just the fact that he came back on the field, that gives me a lot of hope. So, uh, he'll, I think he'll be fine. We got 10 days to heal up now for the next one. So, I think he's going to be good to go. Yeah, it seemed like cramps or something were bug- bugging him, but I don't know. It was his ankle. It was something with his ankle. Uh, I don't know if well, it's yeah. sprain or what we're going to find out. But Jeez. It wasn't a cramp. It we was can't some, lose some him. Tweaks. But I, I, people were fearing like Achilles or something, because that's what you see nowadays, it seems, every time. Thank uh, God it was not, of course. It's really frustrating. Oh, yeah. It's really frustrating to watch him constantly collapsing on the field, but I guess if I have to put up with that to get that quality of play, you know, like what the heck? Like just say I don't want him to go down, but it's like, and the Lions are still down. They're starting two safeties, but Walker and Iffy have looked great. Iffy lay in oh, the wood, man. Yeah, that was great. Yes. I was gonna be pissed if they called that a penalty, but it turned yeah. out to be yeah, another oh ticky tack BS call. On uh, Hutch getting hands to the face, like oh, the, the so... lines were battling the refs there for a good amount. Like there was clearly zero seconds on the clock at the end of the third quarter when they let that play right. go. Yeah, the um, refs clearly put their finger on the scale in this one. I don't care if it what the motive was, whether it was because they wanted the Packs to win or just to not have the game be a real stinker where we just burn the them out of the stadium. <laughs> like I think Jeff Bezos <laughs> called in and said, "Hey, I that's what I was saying. Plus dollars for this game. <laughs> uh, can we at least make it like?" With a yeah. double digit. Bezos <laughs> doesn't allow blowouts on his network. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there man. I thought and we were about to do it with the Dolphins. The time the clock. It's not yeah, hard. And, and it's, again, it's really with the time hard. and the clock play. Oh, uh, that was such BS. The they caught it uh, after. The clock ran out. Yeah. Rodgers got away with that like three times last year. 
and now they're letting him get away with it again. That was blatant. Definitely. Again, another hey. missed call. Hey, but, boys. But, how like sweet Campbell is says, that? we can't let the refs She's beat us, and it. we don't. <laughs> it was the same thought. But, but the Lions did get a break because they usually don't get the break in terms of, like, the refs screwing a call and then reversing it on the field goal there. <laughs> the Packers return team was out on the field, and then they pulled right. everybody off. And said, right. oh, there was a flag. Uh, that was bizarre. <laughs> Uh, this this roughing crew, uh, not not great, um, but better than Cleet Blakeman, I suppose. But Cleet Blake, it was a closer game that one. The nicest thing um, is it just didn't matter. <laughs> the Lions were just that no. much better. Yes, through and through. Um, I was trying to tell the Packers fans for the game. Jordan Love not very good. Um, but a lot. I mean, it's hard to be good when you're running for your life. Yeah. the game, but um, he did miss him. Yeah, he's not good. Toes, so. He managed to get um, some things going later in the game. Honestly, I'm not going to crap on him too much because most quarterbacks are going to wilt under that pressure. Uh, <laughs> he made some plays at certain points, but, uh, you know, I'm actually kind of irritated on that touchdown, though. I don't care what Bezos wanted. Like, we were about to keep them out of the end zone that game, but that, dr- that drive was just kept alive on life support constantly with the rest making crap up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, Jerry Jacobs had two picks in this game as well. I should mention. Yeah, a guy that's Jerry, uh, my boy, four pass deflections too. Uh, so a pretty good game out of him. Uh, still a guy that uh, Z would rather see on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like him, man. I like him too. He's a he's a good depth piece on a team, and that's what his role is on the team. And he has to step up because Mosley's still not healthy, but uh. He, he's good for what, what he is. Uh, he has his limitations, though, for sure. Another pass interference call in this game. But, I mean, still a great game out of him uh, by all accounts. You know, like, not many guys would get not many guys would get two picks, three deflections and all that stuff and get ripped by the drinking the blue Kool-Aid crew <laughs> yeah, after a game right. like that. Way to go, Big Z. <laughs> I said overall a great job, but he has his limitations. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Got to have the qualifier in there. Can't just give him his, his due props. You got to remind You got to focus on the negative part. Uh, um, you know, I, and a, a guy we don't mention enough because Cam I don't think a lot of teams, yeah, we, teams aren't targeting him because he's doing such a great job. He's covering. so good. That um, hit today mm-hmm. when he flipped the dude was sick. Oh, yeah. Beastly. Beastly. Uh, so, I mean, just a nice yeah. shout out to shut shout out to him there. Um, but Jack Campbell, three tackles, Anzalone, five tackles, uh, Derek Barnes, uh, six tackles. So the, the linebacking crew, um, is a strength now. And for years and years and years, it's been an incredible weakness of this team. So, <laughs> but again, it starts at the D line. If the D line is playing how they're supposed to, it helps out the linebackers. It, that it, is it right. Starts at D line, then it goes to linebackers, <laughs> and it goes to the DBs. It's like, well, I got a question. What is Jack Campbell? Because you know, honestly, of all the people that we said were like, you know, they they talked about how Gibbs was going to be this magical weapon on offense that you'd be surprised with how he uses. Honestly, I'm not that surprised so far with him. But Jack Campbell is like rush, just a straight up end. Some plays <laughs> like he's they're using him as a defensive lineman and a linebacker. This dude is a stud <laughs> like, and he's getting in on sacks and quarterback hits 
Uh, yeah, I don't see him like breaking out yet and have like a big play, but like this dude is already. He's just so unique. Not many players could do that. Definitely. Uh, and he's, he's That's why they're finding. I, I can't wait to go back. And ways to keep him in the game, you know. Yeah. Well, so uh, the Iowa say? coach did say he, if he had Jack, ten Jack Campbells, he'd have you know five play D line and <laughs> five play linebacker. <laughs> he did. Uh, man, what a joy! What a joy! Uh, all the way around. I mean, this rookie class just continues to just beast uh, on oh both sides God. of the ball. Um, like we mentioned, Branch. Like we mentioned, Campbell. We haven't even seen Broderick Martin yet. He's an hey, active man today. But uh, look at we'll, Gibbs's we'll numbers, though. Looks Gibbs? Like, yeah, because you know what? I I think it's it, he had a quietly like really high impact game, like where he didn't do anything super big. But at one point, I saw that his yards he had like eight carries for forty yards. He had he's averaging six Next. yards a carry, like and give you know. Meanwhile. Montgomery had a great game, but he had like 31 carries and got like, well, he went off right at the end there to really attack on some nice chunks, yeah. but 32 uh, carries for 121 yards tonight. For Montgomery. Yeah. That touchdowns as well. Right. But his average was like 3.5. Like Gibbs was still getting bigger impact per touch. Yeah. Like he just, he hasn't, he's still not feeling the field yet. I don't think he still feels a little uncomfortable, like in the offense, not quite sure and you know decisive enough i thought he looked a little decisive. better tonight though uh than his last game uh just making his cut and going field you know montgomery is not a guy that's going to get like seven yards to carry it's not how he runs but he's never going to get the negative carries either he falls forward the man has really good jump cuts that go forward like you see a lot yeah. of running backs maybe have jump cuts but they go horizontally but montgomery like it has purpose and he he's always going up field with uh any of his movements and, I, and that's True. great, especially when the Lions need that one yard. Uh, he, he's been extremely clutch. And now they have their new Jamal Williams this year, a guy that can punch it in from the one-yard line as a running back. Hey, did, did you? Oh, man. Repeat hey, did you guys see the graphics uh, on that on those touchdowns? They were showing uh, the uh, the whole the creases they were making for Monty on those touchdown runs. They, they showed one after the other, and they showed the, the block increases that the, the line was creating. It was really awesome. I, I know Montgomery's touchdown runs. Did you see that during the telecast? That's no. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I must have missed that. <laughs> Blocking. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. It was pretty. Sorry, I think we're just having a little audio issue. Yeah, your audio is really bad. Sorry, EJ. We are, yes. I don't, I don't think we fully understood what what you just said, DJ, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> you're on a slight delay right now. Um, well, technical difficulties at the moment with you, Jay. Uh, <laughs> I kind of heard him. I think he was talking about like a graphic where they were showing all the, the holes they opened for Montgomery. I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember what it was, but UJ, why don't you just exp- Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's going um, to rejoin. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think he's talking about the whole, the, I mean, just the dominance of the O-line tonight, which it was, it was, they, oh, it it was, was what a difference maker has, it is having Decker back out there. Uh, oh, sure. Just a solid, it, it, for two reasons. First of all, uh, it, it allows somebody like uh, Nelson, I mean, Nelson's on the IR, uh, but Skipper or Soresdahl to not play when they're not ready by a wide margin. 
but also move Sewell back over to where he's probably better right now. He still has some work to do on the left side, but for yeah. whatever reason. But I mean, Sewell's just more used, I think, to the right side. That's why he's been excelling there. But uh, Decker is a steady presence on the left side, um, and moving Sewell back over to the right side just makes it so much, much, much beastlier of a offensive line. Good teams, uh, yeah, like you said, they they carry on, and that's what the Lions did. Uh, well, especially considering it started with a pick, like, right? Three plays in the game, and uh, not a good pick from Goff at all. That's, hey, that's one he could have easily avoided. Let me ask you, Z, though, when that pick happened, did you feel nervous? Were you like, I? What did you feel? Were I you always get nervous. It's just natural for me. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt kind of like. Oh well, you know it's a pick. Though there's plenty of time to make up for it. Like, you know, they held them to three. Then and then they did. You know, <laughs> my cousin uh, Grace, she pointed out that there was a chance that it was almost my prediction almost came true. <laughs> or at least it looked like it could have for a minute. Yeah, what was your? Uh, what was it? It was. Uh, what did I say? It was like four, forty-five or fifty-four to six. I think something like that. Uh, like, yeah, that would have been your and, closest one yet. And before that, like uh, that penalty-assisted drive for a touchdown, it was really looking possible. It was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Uh, she pointed out, like you know, like I, you know, why does everyone have to assume the worst things are going to happen? Like I just expect the best things. So today it was actually like my dad kept saying. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. This is unbelievable. I'm like, no, this is what I'm expecting. I can't believe it when we go out there and do stupid things like turn it over and lose games and stuff. That's what doesn't, you know, that doesn't what make sense. So this really made a lot of sense today to me. That's all I'm saying. This was a nice <laughs> game. It still, it still wasn't a good pick from Goff though. Um, like this, a guy sitting right in the yeah. zone over the middle. Um, no, he he didn't see him. But he didn't. I mean, Goff didn't have to do a ton today. He had a, he actually had a really nice like play action. Ab- avoided the. Um, I forgot who was trying to tackle him in the back. Like Monty Show, baby. Um, but yeah, I mean, this Packers run defense is very bad. They're giving up like hey. 170 yards a game or something like that. Goff uh, did have a long run though. He ran for 11 yards on a play. <laughs> They keep underestimating him. They keep underestimating his run. I don't want him to get too many ideas, honestly. Don't get crazy (laughs) and start getting hits because you're trying to get runs. (laughs) Even if they're effective, I'd just rather you stay healthy. UJ, are you back with us? Can you hear us? UJ. I don't know. Can you hear me? (laughs) Uh, Can you hear me? Uh, Ten Ten seconds after I say something. UJ, can you try joining by your phone? By any chance? Yeah, did you try your phone? I'll try that. I will try. I'll... <laughs> so UJ, so, it's like UJ, the UJ feature at every once in a while he'll just pop up. UJ versus technology. <laughs> yeah, that's what things. this is. Um, but feature. <laughs> this is kind of out of his hands. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt in that regard. Yeah, it sucks. Um. But yeah, I mean, just beasting on the ground, offensive line, a lot of good double teams, a lot of getting to the second level, especially out of rag now. Uh, mm, the tight I mean, ends are blocking good. Tight ends are blocking good. Uh, it's just all around just great. And, and they were able to control the clock, um, have nice long drives there to keep the game moving along, especially in the second half when they just need, they, they're up so big and just need to kind of put the game away. Um, because it did get to 10 points. It was very interesting. Green made a lot of momentum at a certain point in that third quarter. Um, the yeah. Offense responded really well. 
Um, I actually they, wanted to run the ball even more than they did, honestly. I thought they got cute a couple times there in the third quarter when they didn't need to. Um, but at the same time, like they run a nice uh, naked bootleg and get Josh Reynolds open for a 20-yard gain. Josh Reynolds, he's back. He was back this week. He's and absent last week, but maybe just need to heal up a little more from that groin injury uh, to come back. Because he averaged 23 yards a catch in this game. So, <laughs> yeah. Peace stud he is a stud he's he comes up clutch he's big he's strong like man i'm so happy we have him like honestly the the only non-production i'm noticing really is like out of that like back end of the receiver core like you don't see much marvin jones you don't see much uh what's his face uh antoine green khalif raymond did get a nice run yeah it was great and uh it was great reverse. He's a great gadget guy. The one thing I think we're missing is that JMO back, baby. When we get JMO to fill mm. to be that opposite of Reynolds, like oh yeah, because this is another game. Marvin Jones this is non factor. <laughs> he dropped the one he had a chance for. He did well. Did he drop it? I thought it was just a golf sale to out of. I like Marvin Jones. I I don't care if he drops every ball this season and just is like the the like the the good morale guy. He's out there <laughs> throwing her on his body for blocks. He just drops every ball, but like you know maybe he comes up with a clutch one once in a while. But like we just keep winning, you know. And it don't yeah. Matter. Well, I don't think he had a drop in this one. I just don't think he, he was targeted. <laughs> was it one. not a drop? I thought it was no, a it drop. Was just, uh, the red off through out of bounds over. His it head. was not a drop. Hey, can you guys hear me now? Yeah, hey. we can hear you. you're slightly Appreciate delayed, but we can at least hear you. So, oh, okay, all right. Cool all right. So you did. It wasn't a drop; it was a bad throw. Yeah, bad throw. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> all right, fair enough. I'm not gonna argue. But UJ, you were you were uh, before you started having the computer issues. Uh, you you were saying something about the offensive line. Yes, uh, we got to give them a lot of credit today. I I know there were a couple weak times, but uh, I'll tell you what: when it counted, and at the goal line, they were creating creases for Montgomery to run through. That was unbelievable. And uh, I give kudos on the telecast because they did a great job of illustrating how these holes are being made by the linemen. It was, it was pretty incredible. And, uh, and Montgomery just, uh, he sees them, man. He's, he has great vision through the line. So, uh, you know, he, he might eclipse uh, Jamal Williams, 17 touchdowns this year. If we keep going like he's going. So, Oh yeah. Let's see. You know, that's the thing I feel about like the difference between him and where like Gibbs is like Gibbs is like getting chunks because he's just so damn fast and athletic and like, but I, I feel like he's leaving yards on the field at the same time because he's not like, he's just putting his head down and charging and he's not reading and like, you know, maybe finding a little extra space by juking or something. And I feel like he's just not comfortable enough to do that or something. I don't know. That's my UJ was asking if he was timid. I don't know if that's what I was feeling. Timid's not the word I was thinking. But I thought he looked like fast and just needed to keep getting more comfortable. He'll, he's, yeah, I agree. He needs to be more comfortable. He just doesn't seem super confident out there at the moment. And and we're not doing him many favors. Every time he catches the ball, he's getting smacked. I mean, he's he's not really getting out in space a lot. Uh, so yeah, just I was expecting more of a. I was expecting more of the screen game with him too. Uh, yeah we've really seen that too much actually they uh, keep using him as like the decoy for those things it seems <laughs> like well like, it's almost like right. teams are really keying on him like as yeah. if he's their biggest threat and he hasn't shown it yet but teams are but are acting like he is 
maybe that's why well, he hasn't shown it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's what I'm feeling like. Maybe. What do you think, Z? Do you think people are targeting him more, or do you think he's just still trying to get a handle on things? Or, uh, uh, I mean, they're 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 keen on whoever we have back there. So I, I they they're definitely you putting his speed as a factor. But I, I was expecting like Gibbs maybe even run streaks down the sideline with his speed too. I haven't really seen that too much. Uh, like no. motion him, motion him to the outside, get him one on one with like a linebacker or uh, you know like they, a nickel or cornerback, something like that. Because I mean, he can outrun any of those guys. Uh, we haven't really seen that yet. That so one maybe first they're down, they got integrated. You know, they don't want to reveal it. They know they're going to go out there and kick Green Bay's ass. So why reveal everything <laughs> now when you need that's it later? Awesome. Uh, I don't know. I love it though. That to think that, that that's like a viable strategy now to like actually yeah. consider we can keep things in reserve because we know we can just win this game. Yeah. Like, do you remember a Lions team that could like legitimately afford to do that? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Every game felt like you needed to dig deep. <laughs> hey, I want to give some kudos to Ben Johnson a little bit here because uh, mm-hmm. I know it, we seem to struggle at times, but. It seems like every game he comes up with a couple plays that are just game breakers. Yep. That that move, that double move uh, out that pattern by uh, Amon Ra for that touchdown was just a thing of absolute beauty. It was so beautiful. Sure. That and the double reverse play when it seemed like the whole team was keen on Gibbs and, and it came back to Khalif Raymond, right. another well-designed – just a couple of huge plays in the game. You know, it seems like Ben always comes up with something like that a couple, two, three times a game. He he has such a good feel. For, yep. I mean, part, a big part of what an offense coordinator has to do is just get a feel for the game and the flow of the game and understand when's the right time to call a certain play. Like yes. the, the flea flicker uh, that we had last. Was it last week against the Seahawks? I don't remember which one. Maybe it was the Seahawks game that occurred. Yeah. Either way, he, he, he times these up perfectly uh, where he, he like, it, like in that game, we weren't running the ball great, but it was like two yards, two yards, two yards. Boom. Ball safe. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Take off the mic. Boom. Uh, but we're live. That's, that's live. <laughs> ah, gosh darn it. Oh, boy. Whoa. Oh, well, my God. See you, buddy. Took see himself you, buddy. out. Ah, uh, yeah. So, uh... I'm out. Give me Kramer. Kramer. Yeah, well, it's a yeah. Seinfeld reference. You might not remember it, but I'm out. The older fans will know that one I'm talking about. Yeah, but, uh, so UJ, uh, yeah. what do you think of uh, the receiver core here? What do you I think? love our receiver core. That Reynolds is a very unsung hero this season so far in four games. He just seems to be coming up with clutch catch after clutch catch. Uh, Amon Ra is just, good Lord, he's just so good. And uh, Laporta is just turning into an unbelievably incredible find. Uh, oh, yeah. Our receiving court and Khalif Raymond, him too. I mean, nice he's Mister Clutch. He's he's the definition of grit, if you ask me. You like, know, Campbell's Porter. guys. You know what? You terrible. He dropped that ball over the uh, middle. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> he, but he did, made up for yeah. it with another tough grab, like a few plays later. <laughs> but hey, about about you know Khalif Raymond. You know, I think he is like. I think Ben loves him because he's kind of like a secret weapon, like because he's used in such specific ways that people are always kind of sleeping on him when he goes off on him for like a flea flicker touchdown or, you know, a jet sweep that takes him for like 40 yards. It's he's just like kind of like a quiet assassin out there. Like 
He doesn't do a ton of things on offense necessarily, but I mean, I don't know. It's also hard to keep track of how much everyone's out there, but you know, he's not getting targeted a whole bunch, but when he gets his touches, he makes things happen. Absolutely. He's a great punt returner. He's proves it almost every game. And then mm-hmm. I got to say though, on yeah. that, on that double reverse though, watching him just literally run as fast as he could, like he was so just sweet. running as fast as he could. And he, and he he ran away from the one guy. The other guy had the angle on him. But, man, you can see he was putting every ounce into that of speed he had. And it was just kind of cool to watch. A uh, guy put full 100% effort in. It was kind of neat. I'd be curious so, what he clocked in at. I wonder if he got noticed by those guys this week because, like, he was really turning it on. I mean, you're, he, he only got caught because they had angles. Like, if they didn't, he was, like, he torched that one dude, like, and he just barely got him. Gosh, yeah, that was he a almost nice took play. the angle away. Almost Not that was quite. like, did you see the graphic at one point? We had 121 yards before touching <laughs> at one point on of rushing of 120 yards. Uh, oh, excuse me, we had gained 121 yards with mm-hmm. before our running backs had been touched throughout right. the game we had, yeah that was the graphic they showed graphic. <laughs> i was questioning that stat but i think a lot of it was to do with that run by cleve raymond yeah that was like 40 couple. right there yeah, <laughs> yeah so gibbs had was averaging like six yards a pop so like for his eight for 40 so i mean he was off at his 11 yard run yeah 11 right. yard run right. by golf i'll say because monty yeah. seems to always get touched right away <laughs> yeah he does kind of his running style <laughs> Well, that's why like Monty can handle the inside stuff still better than Goff or like uh, Gibbs a lot of ways because he he's he's will he's looking and he's slicing and dicing and he's always bouncing and like I think Gibbs will get there and but that's not his going to be his main function either but like man he's just so tough and he's so determined like I think he's going to have more breakout games too as the season goes on and we get more holes for him definitely and uh i mean it's a great two-headed monster in the backfield lions have right now well yeah they, they come the skills complement each other very yes. well um it's it's kind of a way that you love to develop your team we didn't even did did you guys mention monra besides the throw on his touchdown <laughs> uj uj just glanced over him saying amonra was amonra well That's i know you everyone find does boring uh red dog, no because so. you know what i'm noticing other podcasts and stuff are like doing this too not mentioning him to like the next day because they forget about him in the post game so routine because he's just exactly it's like a clockwork yeah. and he's just too good to like it just like puts you to sleep on his like 100 yard performances but actually his yards weren't that high today yeah. but that touchdown was so sweet Five yeah, for, but that that was sweet. Touchdown tonight, and yeah, the but, clutching uh, game at the end to get the first down. Yep. Every time they needed a first down, who did they go to? Amon Ra. I mean, if they, if uh, Gibbs too. You, want, you go to him. I mean, he's just so reliable; it's unbelievable. Did you see the one Gibbs first down though, Z? Where uh, they put him into motion and they used his speed to beat straight out, just beat uh, Quay Walker to the sideline for the first down. Say it again, Rodog. When like when Gibbs when they moved Gibbs into motion, he like motioned from the wide receiver slot in, mm-hmm. and then like as soon as he hit went in, they snapped the ball and he just sprinted out, beating Quay Walker to the sideline for the first down. It was like a third and two or fourth and two. Yeah, like, yeah. that was that was I thought that, that was, was like 
a clever use of him and his speed and Definitely. like not many people can do that to Quay Walker. That dude's a freak. Hey, yeah, I want to let me say something about Quay Walker though. Okay, all right. Yeah. Qu- Quay Walker is the dumb packer who he's now he's now got the reputation as the big dummy on that team. He's yeah, he's a really talented player, but he's a big dumb dumb. He <laughs> la- remember last year he pushed our trainer he when did. he walked out of the field to help an injured guy. Got kicked out of the game at a key moment, and then today when they need to get the ball back, what's he do? He jumps over the line. Oh yeah, running. In a clearly obvious penalty that you can't do that. And then he gives the ball back to us and we score the touchdown game. So why did, why did Quay, Quay Walker, why the dumb dumb of the game. <laughs> I'm surprised the ref even called it. Honestly, if Connor was on here, he called the clown show of the, of the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Quay Walker did 19 tackles, so, 10 solo, and okay, he was all over. <laughs> Dude's a freak. I know he's really good, yeah, but he's right. a dumb he dumb. Make dumb mistakes. But look, I mean, Rashawn Gary had one quarterback hit. Otherwise, no other stats tonight. Um, <laughs> and 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 that's the Green Bay defense was on the field for 83 plays. Uh, oh, man. as well <laughs> uh, and the Lions only 57 uh, and Kenny Clark only one assisted tackle tonight Lucas Van Ness only one I mean this D-line for uh, the Packers not non-existent the, the stat book really tonight yeah our uh, line just made mincemeat mince of them hey can, yeah. can I call out one more good play I remember no no okay but uh, I changed my mind go for it oh okay all right, all right thanks fine. yeah well on that on that double <laughs> reverse on that double reverse, uh, Jared Goff got out and blocked. Oh the yeah, end, and it was awesome. He, yeah. he took the guy out. He took himself out too, but he <laughs> he eliminated the guy from the play. It was an awesome. You're gonna love Goff, man. He's so- oh my god, it, yeah. That's putting your game, putting yourself out there. I loved it. Team had to love that one. Goff is looking like that's a modern quarterback right there. You know, he's got the wheels. He's got the arm. <laughs> yeah, he's got the, the whole package. <laughs> yeah he's got the wheels baby hey 11 yards on one carry that's that kind and that's of after a touch a rushing touchdown last week yeah so yeah. i mean the pattern emerges honestly i hate it like don't be a runner jared we don't need you to be that like keep staying healthy even, in the pocket even on that run rud dog uh i thought he could have gone out of bounds <laughs> and he yeah, was he tough went, and he i was like i love it tired. but i hate like, it what are you doing you know like what the heck don't like his, doing like, that jared like a uh, like a you know a good like agile athlete would have like a quick stop and get upfield right there but his his like is like bup, 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 like it's like a watching a train like slowly yeah, stop, you know? <laughs> and then go up yeah the golf train, know. baby. It looked pretty badass to me. Yeah. So I think Jared Goff is every bit like we're talking Mahomes. We're talking <laughs> Josh Allen. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Jared Goff emerges. Yeah. Like, and you know, honestly, though, like the sacks today were kind of on Jared Goff sometimes, but kind of on the Green Bay's coverage at times. But like, honestly, I feel like his clock just got so, is so broken because of our O line. Like, to like, we're at the end of the game where he's like, where suddenly the team finally figures out like a coverage for the first time all game. And then he's just standing there when like two D linemen just break from the line unexpectedly. <laughs> like, and then it's just like, Oh, I'm getting sacked. Cause like, you know what I mean? Like he's just not ready to be alert. Cause he just doesn't have to be <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, that's how Definitely. good the old line was today. Absolutely. 
uh, just complete dominance uh, from be- from beginning to end of this game. And just and Ben Johnson, I mean, the Packers coach came out and said it was an embarrassing performance. I'd uh, love to see that. Um, love it. Packers fans booing their team at home. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, very rare. rare. That's very rare. Uh, I knew some people For at Packers no, bar. They said rare. people in the bar were booing the team, even like so from miles hundreds of miles away they're booing the team <laughs> um my wife is not happy either tonight so <laughs> sleeping on the um, couch tonight big z <laughs> is that the one time when it's okay not to be happy wife happy life like, <laughs> yeah <big flips. laughs> yeah uh but i have fun with that at least that's all that's what matters right now um, <laughs> um do you know you know the uh, you know i i forgot to mention in this i I mentioned in past podcasts uh with the packers last year um but the packers coordinator is joe barry uh and joe barry is famously or infamously the the lines defense coordinator during the own 16 season uh and this was was. this is great uh to see a bad joe barry performance because i mean this the front seven for the packers Besides Quay Walker getting 19 tackles, but a lot of those tackles are like four yards after. <laughs> like you mentioned, like Rudd Dog, like Lions had 120 yards before contact. Uh, they're yeah. just blasted. And this is like a talented D line, too. Um, but man, just uh, it was a lot of fun just to see them dominate on both sides, both lines. So both fun. Lines. Oh, d- did you guys also like that Al Michaels didn't know what Step Brothers was? Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> There was the one shirt they showed of uh, Dan Campbell and Jared Goff and like a Step Brothers. Yeah, like, they replaced was... the head of the Will Ferrell and John C. Riley with Jared Goff and Dan Campbell's head. And he's like, that, oh, that looks like a high school reunion photo. <laughs> not, the, <laughs> not the poster from Step Brothers. I thought that was really funny. Showing his age. Showing his age. <laughs> Al Michaels. Yeah, UJ knows. Even I knew. Is. Even I knew what that was. <laughs> Well, I old. thought that should have been like Brad and Dan, maybe it made more sense, but you know, it's all right. It's funny. <laughs> um, but man, what a just what a presence by the fan base there tonight. Uh, you know, we're recording this while the interviews and stuff are going on, so I can't wait to listen to those. I'm trying to find some live right now while we're looking at this stuff, but uh <laughs> it says Packers fan flips off a Monroe St. Brown. A Monroe St. Brown blows a kiss to him. <laughs> hey, shout out to Dave Burkett too uh, for picking the Packers in this game. Oh yeah, a lot of way uh, to go, Dave. Way to go, buddy. Typical. Good job. Good job on that. Way I was bummed go. that Laporta didn't get his streak go keep his streak alive with five receptions though. And you know, uh, Ryan Fitz missed it by one. Got- Ryan Fitzpatrick before the game called Jared Goff a poor man's Matt Ryan. Yeah, I thought that was asinine. Like, well, what? Goff is on the post game interview here, so uh, it says he made sure to call him out for it afterwards. I'll just see what he said exactly. But um, oh yeah, I saw. <laughs> Good to see that get that retribution. But I mean, on the opposite end too, they had Andre Whitworth on that panel, and he had nothing but high high praise for Jared Goff. So he did. He went, he he did. went to a Super Bowl with him in L.A. Well. Um, I thought the funnier thing with it was that I'm not sure he tried to make it sound like he was complimenting Jared, but he was said that Matt Ryan is a great quarterback, but I'm like, I don't know. I thought at be- like worse. They're like peers, like, <laughs> like a well, Matt Ryan wise. in his prime was really, really good. Um, 
Maddie but, I mean, Jared Goff is also good. I mean, Jared Goff. Well, Jared Goff's just. That's what I mean. They're like peers. Yeah, but he's younger. I guess he is younger. So uh, I mean, when Jared Goff was in LA, he, he never had like there was never like Jared Goff as an elite quarterback. It was Jared Goff as a product of the Sean McVay system. And he just knows where to put the ball that where yeah, Sean McVay no, well, yeah. out. You're I think you're describing a narrative. He was still a first overall pick for a reason. I mean, I'm like not he executed that. The... I'm just telling you what the general consensus was on him coming out of LA. Okay. And now he's rewriting that. Because yeah, I mean oh. so then I don't like the opinion because it's a dumb consensus. <laughs> I mean <laughs> okay. when you Okay. I, I I definitely think Jared Goff's the top the quarterback in this league. Um uh, yes. And yeah, very but I, I don't think a lot of people still do. And that's just because they have this image of him turning the ball over a lot in LA. <laughs> they bought the lies uh, that McVay pushed that it was all him that for their struggles. Yeah. And not the and fact that their O line was depleted, that maybe he couldn't, you know, coach Goff the right way instead of just start blaming everything on him and stuff like that. That's right. Just... Exactly. Yeah, but, but to McVay's argument, though, he got Stafford and they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, so whatever. I know. No, I, I'm not saying anything against Goff because I really like Goff. I, yeah, I but love Stafford, that. I think, is the perfect per quarterback to have if you're a micromanager. I tend to agree with that, too. I think Goff has a lot more leeway than Stafford had when he was here to do things. And uh, plus, he's got he's just got everything better around him. Than Stafford did. Let's face it, he's got so better receivers. He's got a better old line. He's got better uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, everything. Okay. Well, so, well, I mean, so what's your point when we go in the Super Bowl this year? Then what's what's your point? There's no point. I just, <laughs> just I, I, I'm really liking what Jared Goff's doing right now. <laughs> Me too. I think he's playing great football. You know, he, not every game is gonna be perfect, and it never is. Mahomes uh, throws a lot of. Uh, average games out there but he still wins the main thing is winning so they just keep winning all right exactly. and if you keep doing that i, I have nothing bad to say what yeah what say? about uh just allen. Win, baby, win. doesn't allen like a turnover machine over there for the bills he is at times uh, yeah he can be hit or miss he, every game he gets undisciplined he gets that's what i mean like perfection is not the name of a great quarterback like all the great quarterbacks that throw interceptions like and right. you know sometimes they're really bad plays sometimes they're you know just not their fault but like so yeah, yeah i'm not worried about golf one bit he looks every bit the like franchise quarterback right now like in every way shape he does form. so i'm just like i'm so happy with him where he's I at. Throw out a just couple keep him healthy yeah I'll throw out a couple, a couple things you guys so aiden hutchinson tonight posted career highs and pressures eight and pressure Stud. rate Twenty-one uh, percent of of snaps created a pressure wow. when he's on the field, along with uh, one and a half sacks. As I mentioned, he's at least generated five quarterback pressures in six games uh, since week fourteen of last year, including every game this season. So that was per next gen stats. And then this is actually from a Packers, uh, the Packers radio host. Uh, there, it, it, it comes with a video of him showing around the stadium uh, at the end of the game. But there's an absolute ton of blue here tonight. I've been covering Packers home games now for 30 years, mm-hmm. and I've never seen more of the other team's colors in the stands at Lambeau than tonight, ever. Period. <laughs> Changing of the guard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the energy is just through the roof with the fan base right now. It's it's just so much fun. We it it's is like 
but this is all it was all this great. excitement coming into the season and there's like a team like the Jets, for instance, they also had a lot of like excitement going into the season and they have not met that excitement. It's been the opposite. Now, part of that's an injury to the quarterback, but maybe it's not. But the Lions are <laughs> either way, uh just absolutely living up to the hype right now. Oh yeah. Games. I, but I don't want to sure. temper my expectations. But it's well, look, so like it's fun. It, it's because of the like you know we're talking like the whole villain thing like everyone like no well not that everyone forgets but like the super villain herself is up there like you know with her pinky in her mouth freaking sheila what she has done for this organization and you see it because it's like like you're saying like the energy that energy wasn't just that didn't just come out of nowhere like it's been every bit cultivated and reaped by the detroit lions organization from the way they built their staff, their their coaching staff, their you know their uh, their backstage, whatever, all that uh, management, everything, top to bottom. Yeah. But their marketing, the way they're putting out content for their team, the way they're just they're cultivating every bit of it, and they're doing it all right on point, and they're they're cutting edge. She has built this organization brilliantly, and they're just killing it right now. That is so true. Definitely. It is it's just so much fun. Uh so the Lions have the Panthers next week at home. That place is gonna be rocking, especially after this game. Oh uh, it's been rocking game. all year, but it's gonna be rocking even more. So and the Panthers, that's either rookie Bryce Young or Andy Dalton at quarterback with this defense. Uh that'll be a lot of fun. Uh then they go yeah. to Tampa Bay and Baltimore back to back weeks. Then they have Monday Night Football against the Raiders. That will be a blast. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. At LA Chargers, mm, who never have a home game even at their own home. Uh, they're in. They are home against the Bears. Then they had Thanksgiving against this Packers team again. So another they face the Packers twice on a short week, uh, which I love. Uh, and then at New Orleans, at Bears, home against the Broncos, who look terrible. Uh, at Minnesota two of the last three games and then at Dallas that Dallas one could be for the conference lead it could uh, be you get that number one yeah. seed oh god oh baby a lot Ooh, of fun baby. I mean there's also the Eagles uh but <laughs> as another fact of the defending NFC champions but oh, nonetheless yeah. uh this this is a line team that not only can win the division but compete for the number one overall seed in this conference uh, I think we all firmly believe that they're showing it. I mean, man. who like? Absolutely. I know they lost the Seahawks, but I think we're significantly better than the Seahawks. <laughs> I do too. Um, we we needed that Seahawks team. game. We needed that Seahawks game as a little humbling experience mm-hmm. to Humble put us pie, kind of, as Campbell kind said. of put us back in our place and realize get back to reality a little bit. And I think mm-hmm. it really actually is a more help to us than it hurt us. So, uh, yeah. I think we kind of needed that. <laughs> I, I agree, UJ, but I also think the Seahawks are actually a good team, and like they have a lot of like savvy about them, and they have seem to have our number. I still agree that we are better, but like I, I just like that they're kind of like our rival now. I feel like we got to really go after. I think that's like my favorite to be like a postseason matchup with us and them. Like I would, I want to take them down so bad. Like they're a tough team. But like take, I think we're tougher. Take everyone down, everyone, <laughs> everyone. You know, hey, it's been Next sixty-five year. years since we won anything. Sixty-five years. Thinking about that, that's how old I am. Sixty-five. Okay, 
<laughs> they won the championship the year before I was born, and they haven't won mm. anything. Some people blame me, but it's not my fault. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not. So it's it's okay for this fan base to get so pumped up and jack because we've never seen anything like this in in our yeah. lifetimes. Okay, a team this good, and I want to give a special shout out to Brad Holmes because the talent he has achieved to to, to get on this team is br- like we are amazed at all the talent we're watching on defense on offense. Like we we can't get enough of of everyone. I mean, like. Oh, I can't wait to see who this guy is. Can't we, we can't get and and the and the the thing the biggest one of all maybe is Hutch. And you know, granted, there's a little luck involved with that, but still, Hutch is going to be the it's going to be between him and Nick Bosa for Defensive Player of the Year this year. I don't know who's going to win it, but I'm not telling Micah you, Parsons. Nope, screw that guy. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe him too. But uh, Hutch is definitely going to be in the in the conversation. Okay, at the end of the year, because he is just a dominant football player, an absolute dominant football player and uh stuck. and holmes has brought in talent that we have never seen right. on this team if you look back to the 0 and 16 team that we had we, we always used to count they just literally had no talent it was a bunch of third string guys out there trying hard and, and just they just didn't have the horses man they just didn't have it and then but now this is the polar opposite sure. of that team we have talent everywhere right now and depth to go with it so this team could go very far and uh, and a lot of this on homes and uh, and the, the organization for putting this together. So God bless them all and keep going, boys. Just keep keep pushing, man. This is this is a gift, man. This is and so I, awesome. Right I want to give a shout out to our listener Weston Ball uh, for having on the YouTube here, saying, uh, "Dude, Weston, I believe I remember you. You know, I rent." I have a lot of line conversations, but I appreciate oh. you hopping on here. <laughs> We, wait, we met it, in the Venetian. You, <laughs> What's wait, up, you, there? Wait, do you know him, Road Dog? Wesson? Because I was I mean, the once this year, so I, did, I can't remember who, yeah. who I talked over. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know. It's a good chance it's either one of us. I, I mean, either way, what's up, dude? It's nice to see you. Thanks yeah, for coming thanks, on. Thanks for joining. Uh, and I hope you're drinking. It sounds like he's drinking blue cool. I mean, who isn't right you now? Gotta be, right? Like, that came. And there's a lot of, uh, I know a lot of other NFC North fans like that are Vikings or Bears fans uh, that are, they realize their their season's probably not going to go the way they want it to. They have a lot of work to do in the future. Uh, and they're they're starting to drink a little Kool-Aid as well on the side. Uh, so It should be, man. <laughs> it is just so much fun. Uh, th- there's a reason this team was chosen to play against the Chiefs uh, to start the season. Uh in Kansas City, the first game of the season, because this is going to be a special team. It's going to be a special year. Oh man, uh, I forgot to mention 49ers as a contender for the NFC too. They're 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 yeah uh, yeah very firmly. So <laughs> uh, I mentioned Eagles and the uh, the Cowboys. I forgot to mention the 49ers first, but um, yeah, they're really good. Um, but wow, 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 wow. Gosh, Just our wow, trenches though. Fun. Like I like how we line up with any of those teams. It's like, look at all the top teams. They got great trenches on both sides. And I feel like, but like, we got the secondary to in linebacker core to back those trenches. Like, oh, team. we got the quarterback. <laughs> we got the O line. We got the running backs. We got the receivers. Woo! <laughs> We're going to do it, baby. Man, what a, what a fun <sighs> night. What a, what a Thursday night. I'm going to. I still got one more day of work tomorrow, but uh, it's 
<laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sleep really well tonight. It's gonna be hard for me to go to sleep. Actually, I'm just full of energy right now. I'm about to watch those highlights like four or five times, probably. Oh, yeah. Through. And uh, <laughs> wait for the all. I can't wait for the all twenty two to come out. Uh, maybe we can talk about that a little more in the next podcast. But um, it's gonna be fun. And then uh, it's fun when the Lions win these Thursday ones because then you just sit back on Sunday, like, yeah, whatever victory. Yeah. See maybe how it falls for the playoff race and things of that nature. Yes. Um, but wow. Just what a night. What a night in Lambeau in Green Bay. Oh, uh, what a night. Detroit Lions team, it Late looks like September, Lions. September back in 23. <laughs> Lions winning easily. Oh, what a night. <laughs> Woo! Hey, that almost hey, worked. Hey, hey, hey. That hey, almost worked. Cool. <laughs> I think it worked. Totally worked, Pops. I think it would definitely <laughs> work. <laughs> well, I think it's going to wrap it up for us here about at the hour mark. Uh, so oh. I want to thank everybody listening here tonight, either on YouTube uh, at DTDK. Um, that's where you can follow us uh, or type in drinking the blue Kool-Aid to follow us there. Subscribe, follow us. Hopefully more videos off of you. Either live reactions via like streams like this, or maybe other videos that we post things Ooh. that nature um, on X. Follow us at drinking lions on Instagram. Follow us at Drinking yes. the blue Kool-Aid. No hyphens or anything in there. It's just at drinking the blue Kool-Aid. We had Connor at the game tonight in Lambo. Uh and he's traveling back. Now, Good job, Connor. He posts a lot Good job, of things on there. Uh just where the lines completely took over Lambo Field, uh, which is almost unheard of for a, a traveling team. Uh, two in a row, baby. In two in so, a row against them. Yes, sir. Four four in a row against the Green Bay. Yeah. And Lambo. I mean Oh, but Dan Campbell, first coach in Lions history to beat the Packers four straight times. Wow. Is it even a rivalry if we dominate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's ignore that time when the Packers yeah, won right. 25 straight in Lambeau <laughs> Field against us. Pay uh, no attention to that. Uh, B, BDC uh, before Dan huh? Campbell. Yeah, we B- forget that oh. time. Yeah, right. <laughs> BDC. Yeah. <laughs> BBC and ADC, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. And I want to thank our producer, Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid want to thank our producer, Kid J, for producing the podcast. He does an outstanding job outstanding. every week uh, throughout the entire He is the best. He is the best. Around. No one's ever going to take Thank you to our producer, Kid J. Um, also, I should I, I wanted to mention as I as I want to mention, we want to take your questions or your thoughts on the team and react to it, we'll take um, your or even predictions for the next game. We can play on uh, a post Give on here, but send that to at drinking the blue cool aid um, at gmail.com. That's drinking the blue cool aid at gmail.com. Send us a voice message on there. Send us just a quick email on there. Um, or you can send us a hey, us what's on up? The social media what as you well. Thinking about? We'd love to have it on. And we want to have a guest picker every week, too, for the predictions. Yeah. Pickers. Um, or send us money. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. No, not. Yeah, I am. But seriously. <laughs> um, anyways, so, and a sideline report. Thank you for hosting the podcast as well. Great. Appreciate that. Okay. Otherwise, Everybody, um, we would just you know enjoy tonight. It's a beautiful night. Enjoy the weekend. Um, 
it's it's a beautiful mm. fall season we got ahead of us here so really enjoy that uh but man but a, just a beautiful 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 victory in so many ways Three and one uh, it brought yeah. a tear to me i it did <laughs> a tear to me i Has well thank you better start yes so thank you everybody for listening and last but not least, as always, go, go, Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go! Go.